This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Right now, David Riccio with a fair bit of big news to cover. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with David Riccio. Dave, again, the rugby the weekend of rugby league has thrown up so many storylines and the footy was great again. The footy, footy was fantastic. Yeah, certainly was, guys. Good morning, Bossy. Good morning, Brandy. Say my name, boys. Say my name. Yeah. Uh, look, the it was a, a fantastic weekend of of of, of content of, of contest because uh, we don't we didn't see this coming from the Dolphins, did we? Uh, you know, and certainly yesterday's game. I mean, it had everything. Bossy, you called it. it was incredible. Um, did you not put it in your top ten? Bravest performances of all time by the Newcastle Knights. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, and, and probably now in review it's five. But Brandy makes a good point. You do have to keep it in context of the opposition, the Tigers. Mm. It was one of the most yep. frustratingly poor attacking performances I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Well, well, that's a good point. Because if it's, if it's one of the bravest and best performances by a Newcastle Knights side, is it then the worst performance by a West Tigers side? Well, because they, they, they had some, it, they, it was had some ordinary ones last year, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Cl- close, Cl- close. You know, but like I, when, I think frustrating football. sums it up. I, I think Vossi's yeah. uh, summation of it frustrating. Like, boy, yeah, they, they had they made yeah. seventeen errors, but and a lot of those yeah. were with the ball on the attack with a chance to score. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, guys, obviously um, the Knights are in a bit the, of trouble. The, yeah, look, Brandy, obviously the, the main concern now is Salem Ponga and his health, uh, both in the interim, but also from a, a rugby league point of view, his career. Now, this, this uh, I hate to play captain hindsight, but this was the major concern of Kalen defending in the front line at 5'8". And with his history of concussion, it, it, it was obviously, obviously he's done a lot of the training loads, etc., and preparation through three months of a preseason in readiness to have the physicality to handle the front-line defending. Uh, Adam O'Brien, the Newcastle Knights coach, made the point that he watched Kalen attempt that type, type of tackle that he performed yesterday that he suffered the concussion with hundreds of times during the preseason. Um, whatever the case, this is a serious concern now for Kalen Ponga. We know it. Uh, it's his fourth concussion, guys in the past 10 months. We were only talking about Victor Radley last week having four concussions in two years. Now, Kalen's got four, four concussions in 10 months. I think he's, he will have an extended period on the sidelines. I don't think the Knights have any other choice. I think the spotlight on concussion and also, obviously, Kalen's health has to have him on the sideline for an extended period. Well, what, what, what we will be dictated, and so it's, it's all well and good for us to say that he'll be dictated, mm. as will Newcastle, by the doctors. That that's and that's end yeah. of story. Whether he has two weeks that's, off or six week, six weeks, we, we don't know that. We can speculate, yeah. but oh, it doesn't ab- mean any. Our speculation no, ab- means nothing. Absolutely, Brandy. Yeah. Absolutely, Brandy. I agree with you. They will follow. They will do everything by the book. 
far as the medical process is concerned. But but I would have thought clubs, okay well then clubs are because, now are now wary because we're all having our ten cents worth. I'm saying there would yeah. be no science that would support anything here on Caelan Ponga because he has just had seven months off to have consecutive yeah. weeks of concussions. He's had seven yeah. months away from the game from when he was stood down last year into the off mm. season. So what yeah. would be you know what could they come up with? I mean there's no there's nothing sure here at all. That mm. says Caelan Potter yeah. will not get concussed the next game he plays. But but that's that's why and and again I believe yeah they'll follow the medical process but then they'll put this extra layer which clubs are doing now guys and it's perception it's it's a it's a perception by clubs that we're doing everything possible so we're going to sit him down anyway. You understand what I'm okay. saying? They they, mm. yep. they want yep. to send a message that okay we're going over and above the medical diagnosis, we are actually going to sit him down anyway. And that's that's where I believe the Knights will go. Uh, it, it, David, I, a... I mean, aside, yep. aside from no, that, Brandy, you... I was just about to say quickly, they, they, mm. they've, got, they've got a massive issue here, the Newcastle Knights. I've listed 10 players unavailable for next week. 10. So in their top 30, they've only got 20 players left that are fit and available for sele- selection. They will need to go to the NRL for exemption, special exemption, uh, to at least name a squad on Teamless Tuesday. There's a yep. stack. Oh, Kalen leads the list, but there's 10 players. Adam Elliott, Tyson Frizzell, Jack Johns, Simi Saagi, Jaden Braley, Kurt Mann, all out, unavailable. It's going to be a huge week for the Newcastle Knights as far as finding fit and healthy players. Mm, they take, the Dol- take on the Dolphins. Uh, now, the Brisbane Eels said... Uh, can David share what happened between Hastings and Tommy Talau after the game? And it was after an interview that was conducted with Jackson Hastings. He wandered over to Tommy Talau. Uh, do yeah. they have history, David? Well, not that I'm aware of. I'm not aware of any history between Hastings and Talau. They were clearly teammates last year. Talau spent the majority of the uh, last year you know, in the rehab group. Uh, but, you know, Jackson, Jackson's gone over to Tommy to uh, allegedly apologise for, for clipping him in the head yesterday, of which broke Tommy Talao's nose. Tommy Talao now has a broken nose as a result of Jackson's high shot. It'll be interesting to see how the match review committee see this uh, when the charge sheet comes out this morning. Uh, but ultimately, guys, Tommy didn't like the the, uh, the apology, didn't, didn't want the apology from Jackson Hastings, wanted none of it. Uh, having then spent the rest of the match on the sideline, David Clemmer then comes and intervenes. Uh, Clemmer not short of a fuse uh, and certainly tells Jackson where to go. So, look, it's just it's part of the increasing animosity uh, that, the, that the Tigers and Jackson Hastings have between each other. Now, one of the big stories out of the weekend that certainly got us talking, we're not just talking one extra team in the NRL. Are we seriously thinking we could get back to 20, which was the 1995 model when we introduced all those sides, the Crushers and the the Cowboys and the Reds? Um, 1995, we did get to 20 teams. Are we really talking about getting back to 20, or is it just 18 is the limit and then 20, who knows when, down the track? What do you know? Yeah. Yeah, look, certainly there's a push. Uh, uh, it's coming from Roosters Supremo Nick Politis, uh, who has actually gone on the record about 
what he believes. And we know that Nick has been in the game and, and, and understands the game better than most. He's been in the game for so long and, and one of the, the game's best administrators within clubland. But looking at the, the whole of Pi, I uh, believe that the game should expand uh, nationally and also to 20 teams. I think it's 15 to 20 years away, guys, the, the 20 team. I know internally there is a push to, to make it certainly a Pacifica team, a Pacifica team, uh, get to 18 teams sooner rather than later, potentially by 2025, guys. Now, if that is to happen... So Pacifica, that, that just, just, that, just David, just, just so I... Pacifica's not PNG. Pacifica's like Samoa and Tonga and... That's right. And Fiji. Yeah, with, with the... Op- that's right. With Bass, but Brandy, not necessarily based in one of those locations. Playing games in each of those locations, but based out of Cairns or... Uh, uh, in Australia, so more of a more of a uh, a satellite team as far as Pacifica is concerned. But my understanding is there is a genuine push for that to eventuate by 2025. Now, guys, as we've seen with the Dolphins, there was much criticism around the leading time that the Dolphins got to recruit, build their club, very short time. Uh, I argue that they should have got at least two years. Well, we're at that point in time if the NRL want to bring in a Pacifica team right now. So if it, if it is to happen, it has to happen quickly. Oh, guys, I hate to be cynical, but 20 teams seems a stretch for me. Um, I, I look at the, the development within the within the uh, country rugby league area, the die, dying of rugby league in the bush, the overtaking of the AFL posts everywhere you turn in the bush, and certainly junior junior league numbers. We saw, we saw the junior league backflip on on uh, an original tackling technique that they wanted to introduce, uh, turning it into tag, because they, they knew that the junior rugby league numbers would decline on the back of it, taking away what is essentially rugby league a tackle and contact sport. So, uh, look, 20 teams seems a stretch for me. Uh, all four 18, but 20 a little too far. Yeah, uh, just on the goal point, coast, Tanner be- Boyd... Mm. No, go on. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll chat that in a minute, Vossie. Just uh, before Dave goes, uh, Tanner Boyd mm. hooked last night after yeah. putting a couple of kicks out on the full, and yeah. uh, I I thought I thought watching him through the trials, I thought well, he, he's going to be. A, I think he's a better option than Toby Sexton, but I don't know what that means mm. for Tanner Boyd now getting uh, getting replaced last night. Yeah, look, Brandy, you know, in all the the uh, you know. The, the excitement of Dragons fans getting off the, the, on the board for the first time this season. We, we've we overlooked the fact that the Titans' starting halfback was hooked uh, late in the game. Now, he, he had he had a poor night kicking game, is it, uh, that's for certain. But where does it turn? Where does it look? That's an that's a important decision. We, we saw it with South Sydney, Jason Demetrio with Lachlan Elias early last year. Where does it leave Titans coach Justin Holbrook? Does he actually... Uh, you know, teach Tanner Boyd a lesson by taking him from the field and then backing him this week? Or does he actually go the whole hook and, and, and not play Tanner Boyd this week? As you said, Randy, Toby Sexton is an option. The other one that confused me from the Titans was how late Jaden Campbell got onto the field. It was like 16 minutes left in the match and they were trailing by 14. Uh, Jaden Campbell's a good player, but I don't think, I think it's a little bit too much pressure to expect that he would turn that scoreboard around. They do have Jaden Campbell as an option, as you said, Toby Sexton. But it was—it's a big call 
uh, by Justin Holbrook in round two to hook his halfback. So I look forward to seeing how this unfolds as far as the Titans are concerned. So many stories out of the weekend, and we can keep following all the stories on the Telegraph website. Uh, good report, David, um, and talk to you later in the week. Hey, thanks, boys. Go well. Thanks, David Dave. And I'll pick up a point that he, he raised about um, bush footy as well from Armidale. I'll give that later in the show. Some real concerns out there um, that, that rugby mm. league is losing the hearts and minds in what was once a, a strong rugby league region. 23 and a half minutes after seven. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.